0: Welcome to Two Peets in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Peets in a Podcast. I am Simon Strawn, and with me is Dr. Michael Platten. Hello, Mike. Hi and we are finishing off on our little series on vomiting um this is did i say episode 24
1: no you haven't yet it is episode 24
0: and we'll be talking about the warning signs of vomiting so let's just have a quick recap because what why would you would your child be vomiting so obviously first off it might just be something your child's eaten and suddenly sitting a bit queasy and a bit of indigestion Probably the most common thing we see with vomiting is a child has picked up a bit of a a a tummy bug and um, like a viral gastroenteritis, and they'd be vomiting for a bit. Um, And then there are obviously other things that would involve other infections, things like meningitis, ear infections, and then things in the tummy that may cause some kind of blockage and obstruction. Those would be the most uh, important ones. And we've covered those in the previous three podcasts to do with vomiting. So Mike, take us through what you think parents should have in their head. My child is vomiting. So we go back to what we've always said. Vomiting plus what equals a warning sign, which means pay close
1: attention or get help. Vomiting plus plus if you are concerned. I'll start with that one. Yep. If you're concerned that something is going wrong, then come and or oh, seek help. Come and see us or whoever it doesn't matter. Second to that is if your child is vomiting persistently and you're not able to keep up with fluids going in, then we need to see them. that's even, that's also with that, that four hour mark. Like if you're not getting stuff in by those four hours that we said, set a time limit, uh, then come and see us. If you are also getting to the point where you're down to giving five mils every five minutes and you are still not keeping fluids in, then come and see us.
0: So that means heading towards dehydration. Yes. So you've done everything you can. You've listened to the other podcasts. You've been through the small amounts of liquids frequently, like we said. You've done the four hours. You've not been giving food. You've not been forcing the liquid, and it's just pouring out. Top so you or know, bottom. Yeah, Next right. stop, next stop is dehydration. So rather act.
1: Mm, okay. Because it's easier to get your child back hydrated while they're still hydrated than to them when they are completely dehydrated. So persistent vomiting, let's say. Yeah, persistent vomiting okay. and persistent diarrhea that, that we already discussed. Right, the next thing is if there is bilious or bile-stained vomiting, meaning slightly green going into yellow, but mainly green, because then there is an obstruction and we need to find out where it is and why it's there. The second thing is abdominal pain. Lots of conditions in the abdomen can cause abdominal pain. You mean tummy? Tummy pains? And Sorry, yes, abdominal. Yes, I was being pains. all doctorish. Yes, tummy pains. And that can be in different places. So normally we, we separate the, the abdomen or this, this tummy into th- thirds. So there's a top third, a middle third, and a lower third top third, if you agree, is uh, Simon, is stomach, mm. and the first part of the duodenum, or the first part of the small intestine. The middle part is mainly the intestines, the, the, the small intestines. The daddams. The, yeah, the, the dindadams. The and then, the, and also included in that is the first third of the large intestine. Then the lower part of the abdomen, or the stomach, intestines, tummy, the lower third is the Uh, colon, so the second third and last third of the large intestine.
0: It's in the bottom end of the large intestine, going into the rectum and the puping area, and your bladder's down there, and your pelvis is down there.
1: Aren't you so clarifications Mm. today? Okay. Yes, so that. Now, if you have pain in the top, then something is happening in the uh, stomach, which may be gastritis, or like a a stomach irritation, an irritation of the lining of the stomach. If you have pain in the middle then that is normally because of an infection or inflammation of the small intestines that's your uh, bacteria your viruses your appendix like. yes so the, the i was going to get to the appendix the appendix causes pain that is general generally over the whole abdomen and then it starts pulling towards the bottom right mm. as it gets more severe and normally these, these children will not have an appetite and they will be looking quite sick. And a fever. Yeah. And even any movement will cause pain. Because yep. We call it peritonitic pain or peritonitis. And yeah, they don't like moving, have fever. And with blood tests, it's all over the place. Then we look at the symptoms of meningitis. So vomiting, headache, photophobia or sensitivity to light, and also nausea. And in the older child over two years of age, if they have a stiff neck, that's... There's not really a side to side movement, looking left to right. It's more a chin on chest. And these movement. children
0: are sick. They are miserable. They're in a lot of pain.
1: They cry,
0: really inconsolable. In the younger children, they've got a very high pitched cry. It's one of those things that you kind of hear when we're training, and mm-hmm. you once you've heard it, you kind of know. You hear it across the room and go, "Oops, that child looks sounds very concerning." Hey, we've done that yeah. many times. Yeah, no, yeah. So. Yeah, so meningitis is is important, but it's certainly not the first thing you must think about when your child vomits because it is that really sick child with a bad headache who's just vomiting and feverish and and inconsolable and yes, might have a stiff neck and in the younger, smaller babies, all of those things, plus the little soft spot in the front of the head um, of the skull may be bulging a little bit.
1: Like the fontanelle.
0: The The fontanelle, exactly. I think the other thing is just vomiting with fever. So we've given the whole meningitis story because children who have bladder infections, for example, may well be vomiting. Children who have bad ear infections may well be vomiting as well. And yes, you do get a fever when you have a virus causing like a gastroenteritis, upset tummy, but it's not generally that severe. You can get very high fevers if the tummy and diarrhea and vomiting is caused by bacteria like a salmonella, which is the food poisoning thing, but generally... Vomiting with very high fevers and very miserable, irritable children, we think of other things. Yeah. Mm. Because the diarrhea doesn't always start when the child's vomiting. Mm. So very sick, miserable children with vomiting, we think, hang on a second. So I think that's another thing just to put
1: mm. in as a warning sign. Yeah. And I'd also say vomiting without diarrhea, that's a warning yeah. sign.
0: Good. That's a good point, yes. Vomiting without diarrhea, understanding, though, that in the first 12 to 24 hours of any tummy bug gastroenteritis you may have vomiting and then the diarrhea will start off to mm-hmm. it and the vomiting will then get better but we explained that uh, in the podcast yeah, yeah, so as well.
1: Gastro- yeah. yeah so vomiting by itself okay i think that's pretty much it it's a nice short little topic today next up we'll be moving into constipation and then also we'll be touching on dehydration at some point we hope you have enjoyed this if you have any questions or comments, please drop us a line. Otherwise, we'll be seeing you in the next podcast. If your children have a larger to, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.care4kids.co.za and that's the numeral four, and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook. At 2 Podcast. At 2 Podcast.
1: T-W-O, not the numerical two. This
0: This is is our disclaimer. The information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion. We're giving it to you for your own information. Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow the advice.